Unstoppable Success Radio, episode 530. Welcome to Unstoppable Success Radio, the show where we help entrepreneurs, business owners, and CEOs from around the world to skyrocket their sales and multiply their profits. I am your host, Kelly Roach. Now let's get down to business. Welcome back to Unstoppable Success Radio. I'm super excited to have an interesting, fascinating, and fun conversation today with Stephanie Gass. She helps mompreneurs to create passive income in businesses that light them up. And I think what is going to be really fun and and eye-opening about our conversation today is that Stephanie really brings and allows God to be intertwined in everything about her business. Um, She really teaches and and shares how you can let God's miracles light your path in your business and how you can profit from really living your passion, living proactively, um, doing business that fuels your soul. And I feel like that is a conversation that we don't have enough. So Stephanie, I'm so excited to have you on the show today. Well, thanks, Kelly. I'm happy to be here. Cool, cool. So um, why don't you start by kind of um, telling our listeners just a a tiny bit about like your personal story and how you began um, teaching what you teach and helping people the way that you help them. Yeah, absolutely. I think like, and I'll try to keep this short because y'all know, like stories can go on. So I'm going to hit you guys with like the high points and then the super low points of my journey because as entrepreneurs, I think all of us experience both and we have to know that having those highs and lows is ultimately what is preparing us for what I call your God-led calling and like that breakthrough moment. So for me, it started about, gosh, seven years ago. I had just been laid off from my six-figure corporate career where I was jet-setting the world. Um, I was the youngest financial controller in my solar company. And for me, it was like, okay, this is the first time ever that I've found myself not in this stable position and work has always been so easy for me. Now, what am I doing with my life? You know, I'm sitting there and my husband and I are talking and he's like, well, we're ready to have kids. Why don't you take a year off and kind of figure out what you want to do? Well, at this point in time, I had never even considered entrepreneurship as the thing And I don't even think I had heard that word growing up. It was all about stability in college and go, you know, get the 401k. So I'm like, okay. And interestingly, I believe that God will step in and I call these like these pivot moments where God takes, okay, I got her prepped. Like I taught her this corporate piece of what she needs. And now I'm going to pivot her into entrepreneurship. And, um, how that was introduced to me was my mom got me into network marketing, had never heard of it before, didn't know a thing about it. This was seven years ago. It wasn't big yet. And all I knew is those of you that have been in MLM or direct sales, you see those promo videos, right? And so for me, it was this girl on this pink flamingo floating in the pool, making millies. Her kids are like perfect angels sitting by the pool and she's working from her phone. And I'm like, oh, so is that like an actual thing? <laughs> like mm-hmm. that looks good. So jumped into network marketing and as with pretty much anything, I'm like, if I'm going to do this, I'm going to do it. So within two years, I had climbed to the top of that company, you know, 20 or $60,000 bonus checks, which is insane cars, trips, all the things. And what kind of started happening for me is I got lost in success and it really became an idol in my life. Okay. You know, this is where my worth comes from. And the more ranks I can climb, this is, must be what equals happiness. 
And the opposite is actually what happened. I gained 60 pounds. I started having anxiety attacks. I became a full-fledged workaholic. I had a, a kiddo at this time and my husband was falling to the back burner and it was just really kind of eating me alive, even though from the outside it looked like, oh, she's made it and everything's great. So long story short, um, God stepped in again because I'm really stubborn. You know, I'm like, no, God, I'm not going to listen to you. Like, this is for sure for me. Like, I'm just going to keep persevering. Well, the company went through a rebrand. The team was jumping to the next best thing. And I was left with a business that was a third of what it once was within a year. The cash flow was gone. We were borrowing money from my kid's savings account just to pay the bills. And it was the first time ever that I felt like I had failed in business. So I then entered what I call my Britney Spears year. Circa Britney Spears, you guys remember when she shaved her head and like hit the car with the bat? Like, (laughs) for sure. sure. If you're not, if you haven't hit that yet as an entrepreneur, like you know, you haven't made it yet. So I went through that and was like, I don't know who I am anymore. If I'm not a network marketer, don't know who I am. And so this was the moment where I think God had to break me down so that I could be rebuilt. And it was so hard. I was crying into my Doritos on a daily basis. Like I had a newborn, I had a three-year-old, money was gone. So what I started to do is I just started to pray and open my heart to, instead of me defining what I'm going to do, I'm going to ask God to show me. And I know what my gifts are, but I don't know how. And I'm tired of chasing money and I'm tired of chasing worthiness in all of this, you know, idols of the world. I just want to be who God created me to be. And I just want to step into what he's asking me to do. And I don't care about the rest. And it was like this really, this moment of like shutting down my own ego, which was super hard. If you guys follow the Enneagram, I'm a three. So it's like Mm -hmm. my ego is very, you know, for it's like work equals success. And so that was humbling to like check that and put my family first, put my health first for a year, got some therapy. I had a lot of mindset stuff I had to work through. Anyway, over the course of that year, God started to whisper to me and I started to kind of feel like, oh, I got this phone call. Hey, Steph, can you do some consulting on sales and marketing? Oh, hey, Steph, do you do any coaching on like online marketing? And I thought, okay, I guess I'll start here. And so I started opening my mouth again and helping female entrepreneurs grow businesses online because I had grown a top 1% business through Facebook, you know, back in the day. I'm like, I think I can help people do that. So I started to do that and things start, doors opened. Here you go. Clients on a silver platter. Here's the next step. Here's the next step. And it really started with me getting out of my own way. And that evolved over the last two and a half years into what I do today, which is really helping that Christian mompreneur and Hey, dadpreneurs are welcome. You guys, um, figure out what that calling is for them and then creating a passive business around it so that you can live your life the way God wants you to. And really the ways I do it is I teach podcasting and online courses so that people can really figure out how can I make money from this thing, but still be at peace and not find success and worth in money. And what's weird is I'm now making more money than I've ever made in my entire life, but it's because I feel in full alignment with what God is asking me to do. So long story, but I think there's a lot of lessons embedded in there. Yeah, so, so much. And I feel like, you know, it's so hard to tune into that whisper, but it's always there for us, right? That that whisper is always there for us. Now, usually the whisper has to become a scream and then the scream (laughs) has to become, you know, a a hammer, unfortunately, before we listen. So, So what would be some things that you could share with everyone to help them, you know, practice that 
mindfulness of getting back in tune so that they can hear the whisper. Because I feel like sometimes we do feel lost. We do feel alone. We think that we are not guided, but it's really that we're just not listening. We're not tuning into it. The guidance is always there. Oh, exactly. I think the biggest constraint to us hearing the whispers and, you know, those Holy Spirit tugs is that we are, we are our own loudest critic. And so we're in our head. How am I going to make money? Should I do this? Should I do that? How am I going to do it? How's this going to work? Instead of show me how this works, instead of I'm going to trust that this is going to work and just really kind of getting our own So it's really getting ourselves out of the way would be step one. And the hardest thing for me to do was quiet the inner voices. So what I recommend here is starting with real true quiet time. And as an entrepreneur, that was like against everything I was. I'm like, but I don't have time. If I'm going to wake up an hour earlier, I'm going to tackle that inbox. So what I had to do was practice quiet mindfulness so that I could pray and journal and really hear And that took, oh my gosh, up until today, you know, I'm still working on defining that craft of listening. And here's the other thing. It's being patient because so often I'd want the answer tomorrow. Like, okay, here's one. I was praying over what's the next thing to to grow and scale my audience. I was creating all these courses, doing all these things. Nothing was really growing my audience and scaling And I'm like, I'm doing lives, don't really love it, don't know what's next, showing up on Instagram like crazy. I'm so frustrated and I wanted the answer. And so I kept trying new things like every week. I'm like, I'll try this new thing. I'll try this new thing. And (laughs) here's what I heard. Stop, quit, like be still. And so I'm like, okay, I'm just going to stop and be still. And so over the next couple of months, I kept praying like, what is it? What's the thing? And I woke up one morning and I had had this vivid dream with these crazy purple words that were like, start a podcast. Mm -hmm. And I was like, oh, so it took me months to get this answer that ultimately completely changed my life and business. It blew up my audience beyond any expectation I could have ever had for myself, but I had to stop trying to figure out the answer myself. So it's patience and it's being quiet that those are my tips for that. Yeah, I I think that's so powerful. And I think there's one more thing too, which is that, you know, I remember when I was young, I've always been like a busy bee. Like since I was such a young age, I was always working three jobs. I was always running around like a crazy person. I like thrive on the chaos, right? I run two companies now. But I remember my dad said to me um, when I was in my like high school years, he said, you know, he said, Kelly, you know, make sure that you leave at least a little white space on the canvas. Mm. Right, Because if you don't leave any white space on the canvas, you're only allowing for the things like of you. You're, you're not allowing for the things of God. You're not allowing for the magic and the miracles that you couldn't fathom because you've edged them out. There's no space for them. There's no room. Right. And then sometimes we have things happen that force us to create room. Right. Um, but even better is if you can actually take some proactive steps to put yourself in a space of allowing for that white space, allowing for the magic, allowing for the miracles to come in. And you know what's so counterintuitive about that, which it's so beautiful, leave some white space on the canvas. I love that, you guys. But the other piece of that is society is telling you that's not the way to grow and scale. That's not the way to see God's miracles and provision and favor and like 
all of the beautiful things that you want to happen for your life so that you can truly experience heaven on earth. Because that's what scripture says that God wants for us is society's telling you, no, no, that's not how you do it. You leave no white space. You work harder. You do more. You plan bigger. You have loftier goals. You busy yourself until like you're so exhausted and tired that you completely break down. And I think we have to discern that advice and ask ourselves, is that person that I'm listening to, because those people are everywhere right now, it's really trendy to work harder and to hustle. Is that person that I'm following living that, the lifestyle that I would actually want to live? Mm-hmm. And if yes, okay. But for me, it was like, uh, no, I don't want to work 80 yeah. hours a week. Been there, done that. Like, I don't want to never see my kids. I don't want to do public speaking every single week. And so for me, I'm like, I'm, I have to lead and live the life that I actually want. Mm -hmm. So there was another thing for me that was hard because I wanted to follow all these people that were telling me what to do. Mm, Love that. Love that. And I think it requires constant evaluation because I think that there's different seasons of life. And I think you work differently in different seasons. You show up differently. Your priorities are different. And I think it's, it's being really comfortable with whatever season you're in. Are you in a season of expansion? Are you in a season of contraction? And I think it's being okay with whatever season you are in, right? Absolutely. You know, if I'm doing a course launch, like right now I'm launching a group coaching program, I'm working a lot and that's okay because I know that I'm going to be able to help these women in an immense way. And, and a hundred percent, there are seasons with everything, but the big picture vision of your life, I think really is between you and God and no one else gets to say what that looks like. Totally agree. That's really, really good advice. So how do you help your clients try and open themselves up more, you know, to allowing, um, you, allowing the, the magic, allowing the miracles in, bringing God into their decision-making in their businesses? What are some of the ways that you help your clients to intertwine that into everything that they do? Yeah. So what I recommend for them, because this is where it gets really hard. People are like, oh, Steph, I hear you. Like, I want to go do this godlet calling to like be a singer, but I need to pay the bills and I have kids or I have a family. And I'm like, I'm not telling you, you know, quit your job and go like leap into the abyss and God will catch you. But what I'm saying is to do at least one thing a week within this area of passion for you. And if you don't really know what that is, I encourage you guys to do some soul searching and ask yourself, what are the passions I have that I do without getting paid for it? What lights me up? to talk about it or what makes you super passionate. Like sometimes people find their thing is embedded inside of like, Ooh, this makes me mad. Cause I want to talk about it. I want to get fired up about it. Pay attention to that because as soon as you start taking action in those areas that you're extremely passionate about and you feel kind of led or, or pulled to do that, I believe that God will make your path clear. Like I didn't know what the thing was, but he's like, little pivot, little pivot. Here's the client. Here's the questions. And over time it became clear and it's still becoming clear. So it's taking action, even if it's an hour a week in that area and trusting that he will provide for you. He'll give you the, like if he called you to do something, he'll qualify you. He'll give you the resources. So it's really to just take action. That's the first step. And then the second step is to be patient 
with the process. And then the third thing is to not get in the way. Cause again, we come in charging like a bulldog, like, okay, I know what the thing is. I'm going to go be a singer. And then we get in the way and we're like, I'm going to hit up every agency and figure this out. And I'm going to be relentless and I'm going to pound, knock down doors. But if God asks you to do that, don't you think if you just do your best work and you show up in a big way that he'll bring you the opportunity, at least for me, that's what's happened. Like I just pray and I trust and there comes the opportunity or there comes the person or the affiliate relationship or the coach or the, uh, the course um, clarity. So it's a lot of trust. Yeah, it is a lot of trust. And I think it's also showing up, right? Because I I had a situation recently where I had something come up in the business and, and I was really struggling with something and I was working and I was hoping and I was praying and I was meditating and I was doing all the things, right? And I'm like, I, I know, and I was literally like praying for a solution. And, uh, you know, and then, and then what I realized was that there was one step in faith that I hadn't taken uh-huh. And literally, literally within moments of me taking one step forward in faith, the solution presented itself. I, yeah. God was like, are you going to trust me to, to really? Exactly. Exactly. And, and it's like, I say this about building your business all the time. Like we all want the car to drive us from Philly to California and, and drop us off in San Diego. And then we're like, all right, if the car proves that it works, then I'll put some gas in it right? And it doesn't work that way. The car isn't going anywhere if you aren't willing to put, put gas in it. And I think faith there very much works the same way. Like you have to step into it. You have to allow for it. You have to welcome it. You have to be willing to extend your faith, right? And still step forward, not having the answer first. Oh my gosh. So much. Yes. It's almost a test, a test of faith. Like, let me do big things in your life. If you're willing to do big things for me to do that stuff for you. Yeah. I love that. I love that. So what are some of your maybe favorite like client um, stories of, of how they were really able to uh, elevate their success or maybe increase their happiness even with their business, um, kind of bringing more of this mindfulness into what they were doing? Yeah. So I have one client that comes to mind and she was a preschool, she is a preschool teacher She's got this incredible gift for parenting children in this way that, oh my gosh, like whatever she taught me, I got my kids to like listen immediately. And it was without having to be a crazy parent, you know, and like yelling, she got rid of yelling. And anyway, it was this beautiful process. And so she hired me because she was like, how do I create something out of this? I'm doing it in preschool. And these parents are like, they're telling me like crazy how transformative that these little simple changes are with their kids. And I said, oh my gosh, well, you have done it for yourself, which is step one. The second tier is that you now have social proof because all of these parents are seeing results. So step three is let's create a resource for the world for you. And you guys, she was locked in so much terror and fear because she thought, I'm not creative enough. I'm not organized enough to create something. Uh, what if, what if now's not the time? What if nobody buys it? And she was so stuck in all of the fears and the overwhelm that comes with the next step when you're being called to do something. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So I said, don't worry, I'm going to use your brain, but I'm going to make you do the work. And so over the next six weeks, we created her course and she has this incredible positive parenting course now. And we worked through the launch process together. And I said, God asked you to do this, Ashton. Like, 
trust him. Okay. And so the whole time she's like talking herself up, like, okay, if one person buys it, that's okay. Right. Anyway, we came out the gate and I can't, I don't even know, but it was thousands and thousands of dollars in revenue for her when she hadn't ever launched anything. She had no audience to speak of. And I told her, look, God brought you the women that were desperately praying for this answer. And what if you hadn't done this? What if you had sat there in fear and wondered how to build the course for another 10 years? None of these women would be able to parent their child in the way that you have been gifted. And look at the transformation. Look at the ripple effect you have on the world. And so from that day, which was like six months ago, she's built this crazy community. She has a second product in the world. She's like going part-time with the preschool thing. It's crazy crazy to watch um, God's provision, provision just work through her ultimately and her leaping out in faith in something that she was terrified to do. Yeah. And, and I love that story. I think that one of the things that I always say is, you know, it, it's, it's one, it's one thing that you've refused to do away, right? Like, yeah, yeah it, it's, it's, it's stepping forward and doing the thing that you've refused to do. And and I don't mean refused in like a negative way. I mean, you, you haven't had the con- confidence, the certainty, the courage, the faith, you know, whatever it is, you've let fear um, stand in the way of taking action. But yeah, I mean, that really is, um, you know, a great example of how, you know, when you show up, they do, you know? Exactly. Yeah, I love that. Really, really cool. Um, so tell us, tell our listeners, Stephanie, where can they get in touch with you? Maybe you want to talk a little bit about your podcast, how they can learn more about the work that you're doing. Yeah. So I think the best place to start, if you just want, you know, faith-led business coaching, I do live coaching on my podcast. So there's so much of that, um, anything to do in the online marketing realm, but it's all paired with Um, getting in tune with what God is asking for your life. And so that's called the Mompreneur Mastermind Show. And again, dadpreneur is welcome. Okay, guys, you can come on over and hang out with us. And then my website is stephaniegass.com. All the things are there. I have lots of free resources for all of you um, and ways that you can just learn more for free because I think it all starts with how can I help you grow and elevate in your business for free? Because that's what I'm here to do is serve all of you and then take it from there. (laughs) Love it. Love it. Awesome. Well, Stephanie, great conversation today. Thank you so much for all of the amazing insight and inspiration that you shared on the show today. Really excited to have you with us. And guys, check out the Mom for More Mastermind show with Stephanie. Um, Get in touch with her if you want to learn more. Thanks so much for being here, Steph. Thanks, Kelly. All right, guys, until next time, I want to remind you to dream big, take action, and don't stop until you make it happen. Thanks so much. Hold on, one more thing before you go. As a valued listener of Unstoppable Success Radio, I want to help you build your business, not just during the times that you're listening to the show, but all day, every day, every week of the year. I have a new Facebook group called The Tribe of Unstoppables, and it's a place for you to come gather with other successful, driven, passionate entrepreneurs creating financial freedom for their families and building a life and legacy of impact and significance. If you want to be a part of the community where you can 
network, get leads, gain referrals, build your business, and get unbelievable free trainings for myself and my team, go to kellyroachcoaching.com forward slash community. That's kellyroachcoaching.com forward slash community. Or you can just pop into Facebook and search Tribe of Unstoppables. Drop me a note and let me know when you join. Can't wait to see you there.